Are you a fan of zombies, magic, dark comedy, and government conspiracies? Then you'll enjoy the new serial podcast, Dead Serious, Memoirs of an Undead Loser. Created by writer Travis Diffenderfer, Dead Serious unfolds a tale of witchcraft, the undead, and the secrets behind the end of the world through the recovered audio journals of the last known survivors of the zombie apocalypse. Season 1 is available now on Anchor and Apple Podcasts. Binge the whole thing at once and have your brains tantalized before they're devoured. For more information, go to www.deadseriouspod.com. Dead Serious, Memoirs of an Undead Loser. Spread the word, the undead army needs you. Hey guys, this is Mike Shea, and I want to talk to you about Anchor. Yes, Anchor is the brand new free way for you to get your podcast career off and running without any cost to you. Simply download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast to give you everything you need in one place for free. You can use it right from your phone or your computer. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds play magnifique without having to worry about all the costly setup. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of that. And you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. They set you up with awesome sponsors. All you got to do is record a script, kind of like what I'm doing now, throw it onto your show and start making money. Once again, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get your podcast career off and running right now. Just do it already. Grab a drink, pull up a chair, and settle in. Because you're in the Basement Lounge. Hey everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Basement Lounge. This is the cool, relaxed show where we have on guests who work in all different venues of the entertainment industry. Be they actors, comedians, musicians, or occasionally... We'll get somebody who is who is a professional, look good on camera type person, and that is who we have uh, on the show today. We have uh, a, a model who has been making her rounds all around the internet and in other public events. She's an entrepreneur. She's an artist. Uh, she is Lady Sarah. Lady Sarah, thank you for coming on the show today. No problem. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's great to have you on. I was shocked as shit when you responded to the email to come on the show. No, why? <laughs> it is it is it is hard being a Midwest comedian with a with a podcast trying to get people to come on. Let me tell you. Oh, I love comedy and I love podcasts, so. Well, it's great <laughs> it's great to have you on here. We're going to you you do Thank everything. You. you do so many things, all of the things. Yes, a little bit of everything. And we're going to we're going to try and touch on as much of that as we possibly can. Uh we we mentioned it right at the top, so let's let's start off with with the big one in the room. So you are a I'm assuming a professional model? Yeah, yes. How how yeah, do you um, get into that? Um, you, you honestly, you have to start by building your portfolio. Um, you have to do, you have to start out by doing uh, TFP work, which is basically trade for, you can trade for images or, you know, whatever you work out with a photographer and you start by building your portfolio like that. Or if you want, um, a very well-known photographer, then you pay them for, um, a photo shoot session 
and you have to build your media, um, any social media that you have, and you use your portfolio, and you go from there. It's that easy, kids. That's all you got to do, and then pretty soon, <laughs> pretty soon you'll be on Vogue. But but you specifically, how what like where did where did this journey start for you, Sarah? Um, well, for me, the journey started. I gave it a try um, about five years ago when I started. When I turned eighteen, um, I gave it a try, and with life wrapping everything up, I kind of fell out of it. I only did it for about three months. Um, and then I actually met who is now my husband, and he had a photo shoot. He um, has done a lot of tattoo modeling and body modification artist um, shoots for uh, international and United States magazines. And he surprised me by throwing me into the photo shoot. And... He waited a couple months and he asked me, do you miss it? Like, do you ever want to do it anymore? And I said, yeah, sometimes. And he said, just say the word. And I was like, okay. And from there, he helped me build my media and go from there. And and was there was there like a specific, like something that inspired you to just be like, this is what I want to do? Or is it something you just kind of fell into? It definitely was something I wanted to do. Um, the second half of it, when it all started the second time, it definitely kind of fell into my lap. But I kind of just took that as a sign to run with something that I had interest in. And you've been going with this for five years now, you said. Yeah, I was like I said, I started at 18, and then I fell, I fell out of it after just a few months. And then it's been about, about a year, about a year and a half to two years. Um, that I've been in it again. And what are some of your, what are your, some, cause you, you do a plethora of different kinds of shoots. Um, what oh, are, absolutely. I like to keep the portfolio versatile, <laughs> which is, which is, which is good. I, th- I think it, it, it helps keep you from being like, like being typecast. It, it helps give you a, a bigger window of opportunity for as far as work goes. Yeah. Is there any Absolutely. particular any particular style that's your favorite? Uh, any some like some favorite shoots you've done, maybe, or just a particular a particular what shoot you've just style that you really enjoy doing the most? Yeah, um, I definitely I definitely lean towards the darker. Um, I guess you would call it gothic niche. Uh, that is usually like my daily persona. That is the look I usually always have. Um, but one of my I think most standout shoots was right when I started getting back into modeling again. Uh, it was about a year ago in the summer. I did a shoot with um, octopus, and I have a giant octopus tattoo down the side of my body, and that has kind of somehow become my icon. <laughs> I get tagged in octopus things on Facebook left and right, so that was kind of my image to my name for quite a while. It's seems to still pop up <laughs> I, I i'm looking at that picture right now with with you with with the octopus that that is that's that's that is different if i've ever seen it uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. um so you yeah that kind of i think that was kind of my intro back into modeling besides the shoot i did with my husband as my intro intro but that's kind of what caught on mm-hmm. 
and took me off a little bit there. <laughs> and so knowing that your husband had such a was such an integral part in you getting back into it, that kind of that defeats the purpose of my other question, which is going to be, how does your husband feel about all of this? But obviously, I'm assuming he's a supporter. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, he is so supportive about it. He honestly has done anything and everything he can to help me. He used to um, he used to actually do a little bit of like a model agency and entertainment agency. Uh, business a while ago he's an entrepreneur himself so he's done a little bit of everything and has been a business owner a few times as well but um so he helped me from there he helped me with all the media and the building the presence and um all of that and yeah he is he's super supportive uh every everywhere i go that like is a is a local place for me he is he is the husband he is always there and always welcome as an escort that's that's great to hear because i mean if anyone is is familiar with your work and, and you know we, we posted a couple shots that you sent us on instagram you know a lot of the stuff you do yeah. is you know is for lack of a better term is on the more risque side um and so oh, yeah. so ha- <laughs> i mean again you're you're laying on a floor topless with an octopus over you um but oh, yeah. to have <laughs> to have to have a husband who's not only supportive of that, but is is involved in it as well. I'm sure helps alleviate any other couple. There, that would probably cause some strain here and there. Oh yeah, no, he's he's super involved. He's he's supportive and involved with just about every shoot I go to. I don't think he has missed a single shoot since I have started this again. Um, it definitely, I think it's actually we've seen it encourage other models to bring. Um, their guys along because there can always be toughs in the industry where some photographers prefer escorts not to be a significant other um, for obvious reasons of they may have you know jumped in or caused problems in the past sure. but Jeremy my husband Jeremy has definitely <laughs> set a standard it seems like with you know having that having that be a thing having it be a good thing well, that's that's fantastic to hear it's it's always good because yeah you do hear those horror stories of of the, I, I hate to use the word jealous, but the jealous uh, significant other that's there yeah. on set, and they get they get pissy, and it can cause, or, or maybe the uh, mm-hmm. may, maybe that maybe the model is less easy, has a harder time opening up in front of the camera, you know. So it's it's right, it's, right. it's good to have that. Yeah, he's definitely super against that stuff. He he always says that. You know, he likes to show me off because at the end of the day, I'm his, and that's what matters. So I'm very grateful to have such a supportive husband by my side. That's fantastic. That's wonderful. And you guys have been married for how long? Um, October will be a year we've been married. Aww. So not quite a year yet. Getting uh, there. <laughs> still in the honeymoon phase. It's all right. <laughs> so, this is, so this is weird. So the way I found you online, and this is mm-hmm. – for most people, when they find someone, it's because they're looking for they they follow a particular trend or something. For me, where I found you online was actually I fell into a hole on YouTube and fell came across a chiropractic video of yep. you with the chiropractor. Um, as somebody who goes to the chiropractor quite often myself, um, how was that? And I'm I'm trying to find the video now. I'm blanking on the name of the doctor. Um, but how was that experience with? With that guy, because he's a different kind of chiropractor. He's more than just a regular doctor. He's got kind of a 
almost a spiritualistic side to what he's doing in, in the doctor's office. Absolutely. No, that you definitely nailed it on the head. Um, yeah, his name is Dr. Brett Binder, and I've actually gotten a lot of my new following from people, um, especially on Instagram. Uh, I kind of secretly, like, dropped my uh, Instagram tag in the comments somewhere so that <laughs> anyone that, you know, wanted to look hard enough or, or wanted to share it um, could. Just because some of the comments weren't so nice, <laughs> oh, so I yeah. didn't want to be super involved with the actual comments. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was definitely a different gig for me. Um, he had reached out to me, and he asked if I was willing to do this gig, and it was you know it was a regular um, chiropractor visit. He'd be taking a video, and I was like, yeah, sure. You know, we worked out the details. And he definitely was, like, I've been to chiropractors before, and he was definitely one of the best chiropractors I have ever seen. Um, he's a lot of ancient and, like you said, almost spiritual medicine. Mm -hmm. And it, it, was, it was crazy for me to see that you could do this with the human body. Um, he actually has an ancient way. I forget what origin it comes from. But he read my pulse. And he had a chart behind him where the pulse, certain things about the pulse would indicate certain things that would be wrong with the body or that relate to certain areas of your body. And three medical problems that I have issues with, he felt my pulse for like 10 minutes, or sorry, 10 seconds, and rattled them off. And my husband was in the room with me the whole time, and he just like looked up from his phone and looked at me. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's not, it borders the line of like the spiritual side that people find hard to believe with, no, this is spiritual, but there's science. Like, and he's showing you like, this is science and it's crazy. There's, there's literally a clip right at the beginning of the video where he's, he's checking your pulse and he just, just out mm -hmm. of nowhere says, do you ever get bladder infections? And I love your reaction. It's just, oh, my God, all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I was very open about it. Like, that is one thing that I'm I'm super prone to. And I was like, how did you find my bladder in my pulse? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, there's a moment. I was, I was amazed. There's a moment where he's, he's, crack, he's doing some cracks with your thumb and your wrist. And it, it, yeah. it triggers a very, very heavy emotional response from you. Yeah, I honestly, I couldn't explain that. Um, it, the, just with some of my uh, conditions, the cracking hurt a little bit, so I knew that it was going to. It doesn't mean it does for everyone. Um, I'm just a little bit more sensitive to pain these days. And I knew, I knew it was going to hurt just a little bit, but I knew the relief would be worth it. And... Um, he was explaining the release in certain parts of the body, almost like reflexology. Um, and for some reason, like he cracked the other hand and it was fine. And for some reason, when he cracked my right hand, it didn't even hurt that bad. I think I was more anxious about the pain, like anticipating it. I just let loose and I couldn't stop. Like I was laughing and smiling and tears were still running out of my eyes. Like I just couldn't. I couldn't stop it, and I didn't understand why. And he explained almost spiritually what it could mean, like that's your giving hand, and that's the hand that you shake with. That's, you know, and I honestly forget all of the 
all of the meaning that he told me and like what could be you know the problem there but it was it was crazy that that definitely released that emotional response i did not expect that yeah he he mentions at one point something about the wrist is an area of like transition and that yeah, it was something, and I don't know if there's something you want to speak to. There was something going on in your life at that point that maybe you were going through a change of some kind. Yes, that's what he said. That's what it was. Yeah, um, a lot was changing. I mean, um, my modeling career was taking a little bit of a turn for the better, and I started getting into um, other things in my line of work, um, such as you know owning a makeup company now, opening. Um, owning a makeup line we started our magazine um that me and my husband run together and a bunch of other endeavors that we kind of all jumped in and we kind of jumped into all of them at once so it, it made total sense to me what transition he was talking about um we bought a house we you know we had all these life transitions that just that's that's probably what it was that's it's it's amazing to me. I, I I'm not a particularly uh, religious person. I, I was a practicing Wiccan for a number of years. I was raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but st- so stuff like that just just always fascinates me. Even though it's not something I I, I practice anymore. Uh, to see it's, right, uh, absolutely. And also because I go to the chiropractor quite often because you know I'm getting old. <laughs> but uh, that's so great. You you mentioned. We were going to get to this, so this is a great point to bring up. You you brought up the uh, the cosmetics uh, uh, thing you're getting into, uh, Ab- yes. Abyss Cosmetics by Lady Sarah. Yep, yeah. Let's talk about that a bit here. How'd you get into that? Yeah. Um. Well, I had mentioned it. We, had, me and my husband, were talking about it. We had talked about either clothing or makeup, and he was looking at um different ways to start up for me. And and he always seems to do this to me, but I love him for it. We're at our friend's house, and he's sitting on the couch. And I can't even take credit for all the startup of it because he looks at me, and he goes, Oh, hey, babe, by the way, you have a makeup company now. I had to double take him. I was like, excuse me? What? <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, yep, um, think of a name in two days, and let's get to work. I was like, okay. So I sat there on the couch for like a straight week at night and um i would design my shades design the products um he'd help me with the labeling it was absolutely a joint effort um but he yeah he helps me with all the labeling i pick out the products which products i want what shades i want and we get them we get them formulated and everything is 100 percent um cruelty free Nothing's tested on animals, and everything except for the regular lipstick, like the tubes that you got to roll up, are 100% vegan. And the only reason that the lipstick tubes are not is because they're made with beeswax. But the lip gloss, the liquid lipstick, and everything else is 100% vegan. That is that is so you know you know I'm I'm a dude makeup's not something I really know a whole lot about <laughs> but I'm always amazed when I see people get into developing their own makeup line because because 
there's a part of me that just wonders, you know, like how much into the production do you get? Is it something where you just find a vendor and throw your name on it or like, yeah, how, how into the process, uh, how involved in the process are you as far as the makeup itself goes? I don't know. I'm definitely, um, that's actually why I like it. I know it's more work, but I love being able to be involved. I didn't want, we didn't want to find a place that it was just, let's throw our name on it. It's pretty pre-made cosmetics. I wanted to have more control. Um, I wanted to make sure that the formulation was what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to absolutely be cruelty-free and vegan. So we had to do a lot of research on, on that factor and I wanted to be involved. I wanted to be able to pick the product, pick the shade, make the shade if I didn't, you know, like mix the shades. Like I wanted to be able to create it on my own. I didn't want to pick something somebody else made and be a part of putting my name in there. That's that's such a that's such a great way to to approach it because, like I said, so many people will just say. Oh, here's the thing. Let me put my name on it and 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 just sell it. You really took the time to figure out what you wanted and how you wanted it to how you wanted it to work. And and yeah, that's that's a hell of an endeavor to take on when you're already balancing uh, the modeling and and the kajillion other things that that you do. Um, oh it, yeah, it's, and it's, clothing line is still in the works for the near future. It might be. It might be half a year, it might be two years, but that is still... It's still coming. That is still in the works, yeah. <laughs> I, I love still some of the names you have. I, I love the fact that there's a palette called the Resting Bitch Face Palette. That's just fantastic. <laughs> I love all to of To tell them. you the truth, <laughs> I was actually super close to naming the makeup line that. <laughs> naming it Resting <laughs> Bitch Face. And my husband was like, yes, I think he might have even mentioned it. And we both were like, yes, absolutely. And then we stopped, and I was like, well, you know, some people might not like that. You got to think of everyone. It's a business. <laughs> might not I be able to get to Walmart. It, to be honest, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would have I went with it, and there's plenty of, you know, like gothic niche markets on Instagram and Etsy and Amazon and everywhere that you can you can get the alternative stuff. But at that split second, I decided I want to make it more universal. I don't personally like pink, but I want pink in everything. I want everyone <laughs> to be able to find something they want. Um, I'm still working on the eyeshadows. Almost everything is done except the eyeshadows. I want to come out with a bunch more pal uh, a bunch of new palettes. But yes, I was super close to naming the company Resting Bitch Face Cosmetics. <laughs> but after we decided that some people might be a little sensitive about that, you know, in in the world, we were like, well, okay, well at least it's got to be a palette. That's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. I love it. Um, you mentioned on <laughs> on your website you you are a musician and aspiring singer songwriter. Yes, that. <sighs> That is a challenge for me because I, everyone laughs at me because I can be a model, I can be in a crowded room, and I can have photographers all around me snapping away. I am terrified of stage limelight. I cannot get on a stage to save my life. I won't do it. I won't. <laughs> but um, I have played piano since I was eight. Um, a few years ago, I picked up the ukulele. I just, I love music. I'm just a music buff. I'm an encyclopedia about everything oldies you know 70s 80s 90s 
techno, rock, pop, like everything. I just, music's a huge thing for me. And like a lot of, you know, artists, I think everyone kind of has the same story a little bit. Like music helps them through something. It is, you know, everyone can connect to some kind of music. And I love it. And I think, I think people... But I won't get on a stage and sing for the, <laughs> for the life of me. <laughs> but I love singing. My husband tells me I have a beautiful voice even though no one has really ever heard it. <laughs> See, I have the opposite problem. I I'm I, I belong on stage, but if you try to put me, and, and I, I make films, but if you try to make put me in front of the camera or, or you know, I, no, no. If I'm acting in a play or or doing stand-up or doing doing music on stage, that's fine. Uh, uh, getting in front of the camera, not a fan. Not my thing. <laughs> We're absolute opposites. That's funny. Well, I envy you for being able to do that. I'm fine with camp, like being in front of a film. Even um, I did like a um, a gory type music video within the last year, and like that, I was fine with. I had a bunch of people around me. I knew it was going to be on film, but I no, I can't get on stage. I've I've I just can't. My husband <laughs> keeps telling me one day karaoke. I will get a few drinks yes. in you, and you will do it. And I was like, if you can manage to have me break that, it doesn't mean I'm going to get on stage. I'll probably just be able to do it when I'm tipsy. Look, karaoke is the ultimate cherry popper when it comes to stage fright. I'm just saying. Karaoke is the best. Oh, yeah. I love karaoke so much. You, you, yeah, I haven't you, even managed to work up the nerve to do that yet. Oh, you'll get there. You'll get there. It's a lot. You just got to get the right amount. Of, you got to get the right amount of drunk. You just you got to get the right amount of oh, alcohol yeah. in your system. <laughs> so you, you're big. I'm a big music fan myself. It, it, now, of course, you know optics are everything. So anybody who looks at you thinks, okay, girl, piercings, tattoos. She's probably a huge metalhead. Um, do, 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 do you like the metals? Um. Yeah. I mean. It's definitely not one of my more leaned towards genres. Right. But I, I honestly listen to a little bit of everything. I absolutely will throw in um, some heavier stuff into my playlist. Um, honestly, I'd have to say my top favorite are rock. Of course, that one, that one still suits me. I like rock a lot. Um, any kind of rock, new rock, 80s rock. I might lean toward the 80s rock a little bit. But... um. I love oldies. Um, I love Temptations. I love Dion. Wow. I like Beach Boys. I love my oldies. My husband did. My husband does too. He'll listen. He'll rock out to Beach Boys with me, and we'll listen to Temptations. And I love them. <laughs> I love. I, I love the metal, but I'm also like a huge '60s music fan. I love Love and Spoonful. I love wow. the Animals. Um, I've been on a, I've been on a, yeah. I've been on an eighties kick lately myself, but, but yeah, that goes to show you folks, optics aren't everything. I look like a, I look, <laughs> I, I look like a sweaty comic book nerd and I listen to death metal lady, Sarah. She's a, she's an oldie. She's an oldies fan. Go, go figure. <laughs> um, Indeed. So, so what is, you've, you've got some events coming up. I saw on your Facebook page here, uh, that you'd mentioned yeah. to me, you've got the speakeasy circus coming up. Yes, the Speakeasy Circus is actually um, the Saturday night after event, after party, at the World Oddity Expo. It's going by Woe, W-O-E, and I'm going to be the host of that. So um, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, you know, old-fashioned speakeasy mixed with circus. 
like okay. electro swing. I'm into it. All right. But I'm going to get an old-fashioned flapper-looking dress for that time period, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play a play into it. <laughs> but I'm I'm super excited to be a part of be a part of the woe and be a part of hosting that after party event. I'm super excited. Now, for the, for those who maybe don't know, what exactly is the World Oddities Expo? So the World Oddity Expo is a three day long convention. Usually, oddity expos are you know just a day long. Um, flea market but we're making this into a three day long convention and it's it's got a little bit of everything it's got the tattoo convention side side where we're going to have tattoo artists um we're going to have uh taxidermy classes we're going to have um insect pinning classes um we're going to have different after parties as well And we're going to have um, a bunch of vendors as well. That's going to be fantastic. That sounds like so much, just just so much fun. It's so much crazy, wild fun with an awesome after party, the Speakeasy Circus hosted by Lady Sarah. That's going to be just, ah, oh, that's that's great. <laughs> so, Sarah, are you, a, are you a movie fan? Are you a movie buff at all? I am, yes. I am. I'm super into movies. Honestly, my husband would definitely have me beat, though. He is a movie encyclopedia. I'm the music freak, and he's definitely the movie freak, but I love him as well. Godfather or Star Wars? What's that? Godfather or Star Wars? For me? Yeah. Uh, Godfather. Godfather? Yes. I've never been able to watch a full one all the way through. No, it's 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 I'm they're just long. Lie to you. This might get me this might get me some hate, but I'm not huge into the Star Wars niche. That's fine. I'm just not. It's fine. We 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 don't <laughs> we don't judge here. The listeners might. I don't judge here. It's fine. This is a judgment free zone. I <laughs> I recognize that the Godfather films are among the greatest films ever made. The third one maybe not so much, but uh, it's just they're just it's so much to sit through at once. It's so yeah. much. No, no, no. You're right. I, I say that as the guy who went and saw Blade Runner 2049 five times in theaters, but, you know, to each their own, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you got any... What, yeah, what, what? I mean, I honestly... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 please, please, please. Um, I was just going to say, no, I like uh, I like a variety of things. I like um, thrillers, I like horror movies, I like comedies a lot. Um Anything that can make me laugh or anything that can scare me has done a job well a job well done. <laughs> what is what is something that what is something that terrifies you that just unabashedly scares you other than being on stage? Uh, there is one thing and one thing only that I actually fear and I don't know about fear more, just hate it gets under my skin. It's clowns. A lot of horror Thank fans you. love clowns. They love clowns, and I'm super into like the um, the murderabilia and stuff. My husband does a lot of like serial killer murderabilia, and I love Gacy. Like that 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 clown image does not bother me. Um, but I super into the horror scene. But I 
oh, I can't do clowns very easily. I mean, no. I love the movies It, the old and the new version. We are stoked to go see part two <laughs> very soon, but I, um, uh, no, yeah, no, clowns is one of those things that makes my skin crawl a little bit. I can't. I can't handle them the best. <laughs> no, I I've had two panic attacks in my life, both of which involved clowns. I don't do clowns. Uh, yes. I I did not see the new it. I absolutely will not be going to see it. Chapter two. Uh, uh, just I I can't do it. I love I love movies. I love a good horror movie. I'm picky with horror movies. There is no force on earth that could get <laughs> me to go see it or it chapter two. Not 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 one bit. Uh, no, no. I mean, '90s era Britney Spears could 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 walk in here right now and invite me, and it wouldn't happen. Just not 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 gonna happen. <laughs> that not one, that one, I've definitely overcome a little bit. When I was younger, it was an absolute irrational fear. I was terrified of clowns. I couldn't go to Field of Screams or Jason's Woods, which is local horror attractions, kind of like funhouse things around around here, and. I just couldn't go because I couldn't see the clown area. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. But I've kind of turned that into just more like they are a discomfort. They're just kind of an irritation that I don't like. Some get me. Some some do still terrify me. But probably if I was in person, I can watch them in movies now. That's great. I think if a if a scary clown approached me at night outside, I would be screaming. So you're such a multifaceted, versatile human being. You you've done modeling oh, thank you, you. you do the music thing you're a business owner is there any one talent you have that's just utterly useless but you you you, you it's your talent nonetheless a useless talent uh my husband would probably say talking or <laughs> nagging but <laughs> a useless talent um i don't i don't really think so i mean I'm super like techy, but that's actually useful. You're su- um, super picky. <laughs> techy. Oh, super techy. That's I'm very really, useful. Like technology, yeah. <laughs> that's very useful. Um, I don't think any useless talents. Because like I can, I can, I can, I can make my entire scalp shift. That's entirely useless, but for some reason I can do it. I don't know what it is. What? <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> um. So before we before we start wrapping up here, I'm getting the light for my producer. Um, real quick, just want to ask. So you've got you've got Abyss Cosmetics going on. You've got the World Audis Expo with the Speakeasy Circus coming up here soon. What else is yes. coming up in the pipeline for Lady Sarah here in 2019? As we as we're in the last chunk of 2019, get ready for 2020. What's coming up in the pipeline for you? Honestly, my goal is to just keep going. Um, usually all of my new endeavors are they're thought through, but they're usually in the moment. They're usually super fast. Um, like I said, we've we've uh, talked about and deliberated over a possible clothing line, but we're not quite sure when or you know when that's going to be in the works yet. Um, we're hoping that um, I can just keep building. Honestly, building the portfolio and the media that I have to keep my modeling going. You can never stop working at it or it'll fall off. That's true. Well, Sarah, I I am definitely very excited for 
um, the World Oddity Expo. That's a big that's a big deal for me, which is in the most haunted hotel in Maryland, which makes it even cooler. <laughs> that's at the Lord Baltimore Hotel, right? Yes, yes, the Lord Baltimore Hotel in Maryland. And that's going on November 1st through November 3rd in Baltimore, Maryland, guys. So make sure you get your tickets to that and uh, check out the Speakeasy Circus hosted by Lady Sarah as well. Uh, Lady Sarah, thank you. Thank you a million times for calling in and being on the show today. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, Real quick, why don't you tell the folks uh, who are listening where they can find you on the interwebs if they so desire? Yeah, absolutely. Um, My website is www.ladysarah.org, and my Instagram handle is at ladysarah2135, all all lowercase, no underscores or anything like that. Um, And then I do have my Lady Sarah public figure page on Facebook, which is just as it sounds, Lady Sarah. And I keep up with all my media and posting there. And... Uh, my website has prints for sale. Um, you can fill out my contact form and get a hold of me that way as well. Um, if you'd like to, you know, do any bookings or tell me about a concept you might have or anything like that. And for the makeup company, um, you can ask me about the link for it. I have it in my bio on my Instagram. Uh, but I can also send it to you if you fill out a contact form or message me on Instagram. That is, that's fantastic, Sarah. Uh, everybody, make sure you go to her website, ladysarah.org. Check out everything there. Check her out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ladysarah2135, as well as on Instagram. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Guys, that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Basement Lounge. We'll be back again next week with a brand new episode and a brand new guest. Uh, As always, make sure you guys check out my website, MikeShayComedy.com, for all the info there. Shows, upcoming episodes. Make sure you click the podcast tab for more info on this show. Click the DMZ Films tab for more information on my upcoming film work. And until next week, guys, we'll see you then. Make sure you, as always, live well, rock on, take care. And bye-bye.